Freedom. What does it mean to you? Does it symbolize your right to voice your opinions freely or does it represent your right to decide between Cocoa Pops or Fruit Loops in the morning? Either way, your right to speak freely is your God-given right and the government has no right to take it away. Hello, hola, bonjour, guten tag, and shalom. My fellow listeners, in just a moment, I will talk about freedom of speech and how your constitutional rights were nearly violated entirely by our own government. June 17, 1967, Secretary of Defense Robert S. McNamara created the Vietnam Task Force study. This study was to remain strictly confidential. However, fate had other plans. Ellsberg, a fellow confident on the study, let his moral compass get the better of him and felt a citizen's duty to report the straight, hard, cold facts to the Republic. McNamara had discovered that the Pentagon was lying about escalating the Vietnam War even after the war had come to a stop. Ellsberg had also discovered that a series of illegal bombings done by the U.S. and Vietnam had occurred as well. In October 1969, he and his friend Anthony Russo began secretly photocopying pages from this top-secret study. This would eventually go on to become known as the Pentagon Papers. And Chelsea, as you know, we've learned about the Pentagon Papers before in past classes and stuff like this, but now we're finally able to delve deeper into what it is. You have no idea just how deep this conspiracy went. Ellsberg went as far as to give up 43 volumes of the Pentagon Papers to Neil Sheehan, a reporter for the New York Times in March of 1971. June 13th of 1971, it finally happened. The New York Times published a series of articles based on what Ellsberg had leaked. Oh, God. When Nixon and his administration had discovered this, they were not happy whatsoever, as you can understand. Yes, James, of course. They even they even went as far as to take legal actions against Ellsberg and Russo, claiming that they were putting the nation's security at risk. The way they did this was by claiming that they were violating the Espionage Act, which states that it's illegal to spy on or interfere with the draft, and that if you give out any false state any false statements, you will be charged with a crime. You know, Chelsea, we're seeing a similar case in today's times with this whole Trump debacle and that God-breaking op-ed. History always repeats itself, especially in politics. Who would have thought that the people we should be able to trust the most would have been the most untrustworthy people, you know, especially since we're living in a world now to where everything can be open to the Internet, news outlets and everything else? Yeah, of course, all this this time of spreading rumors and publicity stunts going on can't have that. You know, James, the real question is, when this got taken to court, was prior restraint justified? And was our nation's security put at risk? And would you believe it, James, that the Supreme Court decided that no, it wasn't? If I'm being completely honest, Chelsea, I'm not surprised whatsoever. Look where we are currently with our new politicians. If you think about it, the Nixon and Trump administration aren't really that different. They both would and have done anything to keep the press out of their way. If this is how the founders intended for a government to run, well, pigs are obviously flying outside. And would you believe that even after the case got thrown out, Ellsberg and Russo were still on the book for a hundred off the hook for a, on the hook for 115 years in prison under violation of the Espionage Act? 
Thank God for that judge who dismissed the charges due to the government's shady ways of collecting evidence. No, James. Thank justice. To freedom! All right, Chelsea, back to the whole Trump and Nixon and freedom of press situation. You know, nowadays, everyone has an outlet of media, such as a phone or a tablet, just to get leaked information or just even information genuinely on a celebrity or a person of power. We recently asked a fellow teacher how they felt that the press has so much power in the world of politics. Mr. Merrick, the subject of our interview, chose to comment that it is good if the reports are done on a fact-based manner. He also said he thinks that if someone is in power and they do something wrong, they should be held accountable. You know what, James? I absolutely agree with that statement. I just think that the press is essential to ensure political success, so we need people to keep our politicians in check. They have to know someone's always watching. You are absolutely right, Chelsea. As the infamous judge Hugo Black once said, the press has to serve the governed, not the government. 